0: You've been camping in your backyard, cycling in your living room. You've been enjoying rain showers in your bathroom, campfires on your TV screen. You've been counting stars and birds from your window
1: and holding family cookouts in the kitchen. Now, get ready to go. Go on a real vacation. Take the wheel at your nearest RV dealer or at GoRV.com. everybody to the Lunacy podcast we take a little break we've gotten some more beers uh i'm drinking of course the minnesota gold light from third street which is a fantastic crusher i love it uh sterling you're drinking the uh the bent paddle, bent paddle, paddle break, uh, paddle break blonde. blonde from bent paddle up in Duluth, which is fantastic.
0: And I'm Tony. I'm also drinking the Minnesota Gold Light. Yes. And yeah, I'm not sure if this is a compliment or not. I would say it is. I, I, honestly, would equate this to like a Mick golden light. It is, yeah. And in the sense that any beer, any anybody that likes drinking beer would love this beer. It is because Tom
1: yeah. actually likes this beer, and Tom, you know, drinks Miller Light all yeah. the time. So of course. And it's from Third Street, which is a local brewery, so I'm good with it. Yeah, you know, as long as they make a good beer, that's, I'm cool with. Um, again, I'm going to mention we are on the uh, Beautiful Game Network, BGN, uh, BGN FM. FM, right? Yep. Yes. Uh, so announcing that again after our well went to break and announce it, but um, so we're going into some other things. We already talked about the two games previous to this. Sterling wants to talk about some loany stuff, uh, some guys you have loaned out to different uh, places so
3: yeah, Sterling, you got the floor. So before that, I'm just going to give a shout out to Minnesota United's season ticket waiting list. Mm. the preserve. sorry, my bad i don't I don't remember I think it's fifty bucks. gets you on the list. Mm. Um, last I saw it was several hundred long mm. so. Just a little plug, maybe Minnesota United could be listening to us and hear that we're actually so, supporting and them.
0: Yeah, further to that, like let's say let's say the list is three hundred uh, people long, and and you went in and signed up. Right now, well, how, how long do you think you'd have to wait? I mean, nobody knows the answer to that. Well, I so think,
3: based on the fact that Chris Ramirez was sold, there might be a few people dropping off. <laughs> I <don't know>.
0: Well, <laughs> if, the, if the if the threats that you'd read on Twitter were true, then right, yeah, yeah, maybe you could get on.
3: Well, let's, let's say this. Okay, so how
1: many people are in the new stadium? Well, what's the seat? Nineteen thousand. Yeah. Okay, so how many season ticket holders are at
3: fourteen?
0: Yes, I think yeah, that's some, right.
3: No. Uh, I, don't remember. I think it's 14. It's Ask it? Society's 11, 8, something. Okay. And I think they went, yeah, they, maybe 14. Went to 14, okay. Mm-hmm. So you have 14,000 people who are already have season tickets. So you're waiting for them to drop out. Which I think out. a lot of them will after this year. I mean, it's just going to happen. Yeah. 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 I, w- I would bet that it's not a lifetime like Green Bay. Right. Yeah. Sorry. So do.
0: it's somewhere between one year and a lifetime. Yes. So we, at least we've narrowed it down. Um,
1: well, we have to mention that Sterling actually already has season tickets, right?
3: Yeah, so... How um, many do you have? Three? Inconsequential to me. Yeah, three.
0: Three?
1: Yeah. So he's already on the level where he's he doesn't give a shit
0: about the preserve. Well, I'm waiting for David to drop out, and then I will well, get, uh, yeah. bump up a notch. But we still have...
1: But Guess what? It doesn't matter if he... Dro- he shouldn't drop out because we can go to games with Dave. There's Why would John. you want him to drop out? He's got three tickets. There you go. I, I've
3: talked to John about this, about the fact that I would... I don't really need to drop out because I've yeah. got people that would actively take my Well, tickets. you've
1: got like you've got at least three of us who would go.
3: Yeah, I, I and plus I have probably another three that would take tickets every now and then. And yeah.
0: plus your wife and the kids. John Andrisky. Yeah, I awesome. wanted to get that name in.
3: Yeah, John, John Andrisky.
1: Nell Simpson. Nell Simpson, yeah. Great friends. Um, we talk about them. Uh, because uh, no we don't actually we just no. bring yeah. our names up now we just needed to need to just need dude, I just
0: wanted to bring it to the season ticket waiting list and who <laughs> would take David's tickets if he couldn't go to a potential a
3: game
1: well whatever. yeah if he can't go to a game of course Johnny will go if he can
3: yeah uh, i think we kind of have a unspoken agreement that he's got first dibs on tickets yeah yeah yep. and i think in
1: that I think in that first game they play at the new stadium I think all of us will be there. Uh Johnny'll probably be going with you.
3: Yeah, I think he's accounted for he's one. He's accounted right? for. Yeah.
1: And Dave and I have already talked about whatever the tickets are. We're
0: gonna whatever be it get. takes.
1: Whatever it takes. Yeah.
0: I don't care uh,
3: if I'm sitting in the yeah,
1: upper
0: sh- deck I don't or the worst seat. I, I just want to be there. I just want
3: to be there. Exactly right. We want to be there.
0: What if there's a blizzard though?
3: We're going to be we're there. We're not going to okay. know it because right. we're yeah. we're going to be there. The entire stadium's covered.
0: I was saying yeah. that sarcastically just thinking about the first well,
3: no, not the pitch. Not the pitch. I only
0: brought that up because you, going back almost two years ago now where the yeah. first game at TCF Bank, as exciting mm-hmm. as that was, mm-hmm. there was a blizzard. I mean, part of me was like, when I think of TCF Bank, I don't think soccer. I think go for football. Go for football, yeah. And so I, I, I have to admit, I'm not that excited about that stadium, but throw that out the window for next year.
1: I, I'm going to say, though, I, I'm sorry. I, this, for me... I don't know about you guys. Uh, seeing the United in a new stadium in MLS, uh, I can't. I can't miss it. I just can't. Oh. It doesn't matter. I just can't do it. I have to be there. I have to go.
0: As as I uh, over the years, I love going to Major League Baseball's opening mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. You know, I love going to that, you know, first or second Vikings game where the regardless of how good the team is, but the atmosphere is just so great because yeah. so everybody's so excited about the season to start. Mm-hmm. I I think honestly, and I can say this honestly as a big football and baseball fan, next year the Mf U, UFC, it's gonna trump all of that.
1: I know it's gonna be great, and because I, 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 it's so new, I've been I I went to Target Field before it opened uh, for their um, preseason games against the Cardinals, and that was fantastic. And I've been to US Bank Stadium for the, the for the Vikings, um, and those don't compare to me to an MLS stadium opening up. Here in Minnesota, we've waited for so flipping long, guys. You guys, both of you know this. We've waited for how long we waited for this shit? Oh, 20 to 30 years. Yeah, over 30 years. Yeah. It's been crazy. And now we're excited to do it, and I'm gonna be there.
3: Yeah, you know, I was, I was part of the, the first ever group. It was called MLS for Minnesota. Mm-hmm. It was founded in like 2009. And I was one of the first like fifty people that were involved in that. Yeah. And it yeah, I mean to the fact that uh you know, I actually tried to help them create a logo mm-hmm. and you know, just kind of saw it fizzle out because we all of a sudden figured it wasn't gonna happen. Yep. And then to see it happen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it was one thing to join MLS, you know, two years ago, but the the fact that we're gonna see a stadium exactly. Is incredible. Right.
1: Dave, so saying though, it's like I met you for the first time up at the stadium in Blaine, right? Yeah. In Blaine. Yeah. At that sports center, which was fantastic in its own right, mm-hmm. but years later now to have their own stadium yep. in St. Paul and be an MLS squad, I mean, you you just can't you you yep. have to be there. You just have to be there. I don't care yep. if it's twenty below. I don't care if there's six feet of snow. I'm going to be there. That's, that's, that's the way it works. That's
0: funny, and I'm pretty sure I can say the same thing. I don't know if it was on the same night or not, but I'm pretty sure that's where I met you for the first time, David, at, at the NSA Stadium. I think it was. You guys, I'm almost certain it was.
3: I want to say, well, John called me over, you guys are behind the goalie. Yeah. I feel, it was Nels there too? He Probably. might have been, yeah. Because it might
0: have been you and I and Nels. It might yeah. have been that night. I'm not sure. You guys, I could have been traveling. You guys could have came up on yeah, a yeah, separate yeah, night. Yeah. But certainly for myself, I met you for yeah, the yeah. first time. And I was there. with
3: a friend too and I don't remember who that was. But, yeah. I think yeah. I'm pretty sure it was the same. Yeah. I mean, think about
1: that. I mean, think about where we've come from. Yeah. To go to the new stadium. You gotta be there. You just gotta be there. Yeah. And and uh, all the fourteen thousand season ticket holders who already have tickets, I feel great for them. I'm gonna buy. Me and Dave are gonna buy our own. Who cares what it costs?
0: If it costs a million dollars, probably not. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, <laughs> ten ten thousand dollars, maybe. No, Do tell me, to sell my Mazda. That's five grand right there.
3: I have yeah. a feeling you'll be able to get tickets for. It'll probably be like two hundred. Two hundred. I know. Really? I'm
0: gonna spend that. I, I guess if I had to put a number on it right now, I would say, and we're not talking about the best seats in the house. We're just mm-hmm. talking to get in. Just to like, be there. If you're looking at a Super Bowl ticket, you know, yeah. you know, it's like five grand to get in. I'm saying to get in the stadium, I'm putting the number. I'd say plus or minus one hundred. Yes. Yeah, Am fine. I too
3: low? No, I think you're right on. Okay. So and, I actually happen to know someone. In fact, the guy that I bought my house from. Yeah. Uh, he's a he's a ticket broker in the mm-hmm. seats. So. He hasn't done any Minnesota United stuff yet, but he had mentioned to me the last time I saw him that with the new season o- or the new stadium opening, he was okay. going to be getting involved. So I okay. know someone that's good that could, you know, I imagine the bots are going to get most of those extra tickets. Yeah. So I know someone that is mean, probably going to have some. We're going to get tickets regardless. Let's just, like,
0: like, do you mind mentioning, like, give us a ballpark figure? What's face value for your season tickets? Face uh, value.
3: I honestly don't know. Okay. See, if you, last year they put the face value on them. Yeah. I think it's about 38
0: 38 I $40. Think so. Dollars. so that's what I'm saying. Like, if the face value, let's just assume that the face value for a decent seat upper yeah. deck what lower deck is $40. Yeah. That's why I'm putting the over under on what is it going to cost me on StubHub at 100 well, exactly. for the opener. And that's fine. I mean, it's going to be over 100. I don't care. It's
1: yeah. an opening game at a new flippant stadium MLS. Yeah. Right. Haven't seen that ever before. This is the first time in Minnesota that we're going to see that. So you think I don't want to be there? Come on. I mean, I want to be
3: there. To give you an idea, right now, um, tickets in my section for the LA Galaxy game—that yeah. fifty thousand—they're going for the goal, yeah. the record. They're going for, I think it was forty-six on stuff. Forty-six. Yeah. Okay,
0: so, and that's pretty good because I actually, as soon as I saw that announcement, of course, I had to jump on and see what I could get a ticket for. And they are selling them at a significantly discounted price. That's for yeah. sure. I think it was out the door. It was like. Ten or fifteen dollars. Yeah, that's, that's for the um, that's for the big game. But I mean, where I where I was, I if if I would buy tickets right now, and when I say right now, I meant three days ago, you'd be in midfield, mm-hmm. like but twenty five rows up in the second deck. That's right. But still, you know, if they're gonna still, the, the I think I,
3: I, saw on I think two Thursday or Wednesday maybe even, uh, they already released some numbers to media, and it looks like they're at thirty. They've broken okay. thirty. So. That's not
1: surprising. I think they will sell out that game.
3: I, I think they might too. Yeah,
1: because yeah. I I know are you're going to be there. Wow. Well, Potentially. Well, your wife might have a kid before
3: that, or during it. During
1: that. So you know. where she is she having at Maple Grove. Yeah. Okay, so I'll make sure my wife is working that night.
3: Yeah, the 22nd.
1: Yeah, so then you can go because my wife will be there. Yeah, so but you can I, you'll be fine.
0: If she's working that night, then it might be a little tougher for you to go to the game the following day? No, I, I'll just drop the kids off at the in-laws. They'll be fine. Okay. They, they'll realize it's a it's a big deal. And we know we'll get Nels there for sure. Yeah, he'll be there. John will be there, assuming he can. Yeah, he'll be there. I'll be there, be there assuming yeah, i can we'll,
1: we'll all be there. Yep. We'll play it out. Yeah. As long as your wife's having the kid at Neville Grove, we'll be
0: fine.
3: I, I told her to have it earlier, so I didn't have to worry. Yeah,
0: it's good. Yeah. Here's the question, though. It's the, yeah. it's the last home game of the year that they're trying to do this yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. Is, is this game going to matter? That's I think it, I think it is. Because we're, we're on a ledge here.
1: I think they're going to need a win in that game.
0: Well, I hope you're uh, right, Tony. <laughs> I really do. Because I think there's a, a scenario where look, we're, look. we're out of the playoff contention here's, completely. Here's my
1: feeling about that game. We're going to need a win. They're going to sell the whole thing out. We're going to have 40, how many thousand? 50,000. 50,000. We're going to have 50,000 fans there cheering for the flipping loons. And
0: we're going to win that game and make the playoffs. Wow, do I hope you're right. I, I think
1: that's
3: so,
0: a bit optimistic.
3: I, I agree. <laughs> I'd like to see it, um, though. Second, the the highest attendance we've had yeah. was a game that we lost 6-1. to one, So
0: The first game? There, yeah. The first game, yeah. yeah. Atlanta, yeah.
3: So, but this I, is the last game at TCF Bank. The nice thing is, is Leighton is a, a, a pussy and won't play yeah. on turf, so he's not going to be there. Remember now, this game
1: is in what uh, late September, right? No, October, mid October. Mid-October. Yeah. So, yeah. Let, let, hear my theory out here. The University of Minnesota is in has class. Yeah. So we'll have a lot of uh, fraternities yeah. and sororities who will probably go to this game for cheap. Probably. And they can drink as much as they want to. Uh, yeah. I didn't say that, even, but they can walk back so that we could potentially. We. I'm saying we. I think we're gonna have a sellout.
0: I'm I telling think. you, you cannot rely on college students to go to games. I'm telling you that right now. Well, I, yeah. The Gopher football has tried to give out literally give free tickets to students, mm. and they still can't sell that. That's because Gopher football out. sucks. Well, it does, but and that's why I hope you're right when you say yeah. that they're so going to need that game to make the playoffs. Yeah. That's
3: an interesting point to bring up. If if Minnesota United is able to sell out this game, yeah. what does that say about soccer? In this city, because if the Gophers have such a hard time with their football games, and I mean, I would think Gopher football's you know second to um, Vikings football. Yeah, no,
0: so it, it, that's a pretty big statement. It, it, great point, Dave, a great and, point, and yeah. it 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 tells you that. And we I've been banging this drum for a while. I mean, I soccer in this state is has always been good. It's always yeah. been good. But it is on the rise. And I think we're looking at an exponential curve here. Yeah. I really believe that. I th- I think you're right, Dave, in the fact that
1: soccer is on the rise. I also believe that soccer fans in the state haven't had a lot of say. They're not very vocal about soccer I Agree as much as other sports in this area. You get an MLS team and you start selling things out. Well, then people start recognizing that maybe there is a there's a lot of people here who enjoy soccer, who aren't saying a lot of things about it, who aren't right. being vocal about it. And soccer is a big sport in this state. Yeah. And regardless of the fact that I listen to, I listen to KFan, I listen to 1500 AM, and they don't talk soccer very often. I mean, 1500 has the guys from uh, the podcast, they do it Brits.
3: Yeah. Uh, I can't do uh... names.
1: But they talk, they talk, uh, they talk about English soccer all the time. And, Problem I have with that is fifteen hundred. They'll talk about soccer in a little bit, and they won't talk bad about yeah. it. K fan will talk about soccer and give it shit all the time. Right. They'll say it's the fifth best sport in the United States. It's not that great. Um, you know, football. Everything else is better than that. But there is a silent majority in Minnesota who has loved soccer for a long time. Oh yeah. Who's not very vocal about it. Myself included probably Dave yourself included Dave probably yourself for the included.
0: last 20 years for the yeah. last
1: 20 years you watched all the major league sports in this town right and you've been waiting for MLS to come on board and be
0: as big as everybody else absolutely and even even five years ago when we were going to the games up and mm-hmm. playing, I didn't necessarily expect I didn't it was not I was not yeah. going to those games assuming that we'd eventually be right. in the MLS yeah. absolutely not. Yeah,
3: I mean, I remember having season tickets for the Thunder back in 2007. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, 2007, I didn't even remotely think we'd ever be in MLS. Well,
1: this is the thing, too, is that watch where we came from with the Thunder.
0: And where we are now, you've got to be there. You've got to be there. Yeah, if you're selling it, like if you're looking at a stock and you're yeah. looking at growth, yeah, exactly. there's significant growth there's for soccer growth. in this state. Growth. And there's there's no reason to think that the, no. you know, if you want to call a bull market, it's not over. Like I think it can get a lot bigger yeah. and a lot longer. And I
1: can I can play the game of,
0: you know, NFL's bigger than MLS.
1: I get that. MLB, NBA, NHL, whatever it is. But soccer has shown, especially MLS since the World Cup back in what was it? 94, right? Yep. 94, they've Steadily grown, everything. They've done a very nice job. They haven't expanded yeah. too hard. They've done a very nice job of growing the sport. And now we've seen that. We've seen that Minnesota's. We see the Atlantis Yeah. Selling out at their at at, at the the what stadium is that Mercedes Benz?
0: Mercedes Benz uh, Stadium. Yeah. Selling out, was that fifty thousand? Well, it seats seventy-two thousand, yeah. but I mean, they're getting they regularly selling huge, out the right? lower bowl and getting yeah, yeah fifty thousand. Yeah,
1: that's an expansion MLS team in Atlanta.
0: In Atlanta, that's Dave. college football. That's that's the heart of college that's football.
1: Co- no, not even college football. It's college football. It's baseball. It's everything. Regular NFL football. Yeah. It's everything. They've got everything. You're selling out a stadium like that. You're selling out TCF Bank for a soccer game, not the upper deck, the lower deck. Yep. MLS is on the uprise. It is. I, I mean, it, it and you have to. So, back to my point. When the United have their first game at Allianz Stadium next spring, I have to flip and beat there. I just have to be there. That's the point.
0: Yeah. You have to be yeah. there. You yeah. cannot miss that. And, and, you you know, selling, you know, talking about United States, I'm not talking about the world, but as mm-hmm. far as soccer goes, you know, United States, you know, the, your top four, NFL, mm-hmm. Major League Baseball, NHL, mm-hmm. and, you know, and NBA. Yeah. That's a tough top four to crack. It is tough. Oh, yeah. terribly tough, yeah. I, so I'm not talking next year or the year after, but I am not joking when in the next, say, five years, maybe ten years mm-hmm. would be – I have no reason to believe that soccer could not crack that top four. Well, I think in the next 10 years, if they continue
1: to do what they're doing the MLS, I think it will be better than NHL. I think you'll have more fans than NHL. Across the country. Across the country. Yeah. we already Potentially NBA, because NBA is on a downspout right now. MLB, potentially, if they do not make their games faster. I think baseball is safe. I'm sorry, for the next well, 10 years. I, I would say There's that. been some issues now with baseball being too long. Yes, okay. oh, that's true. And that's it? a big issue. And NFL has had the same problem. MLS doesn't have that problem because we All have 45-minute right. halves. Yep. There is no uh, stoppage time for uh, timeouts for a Miller Lite commercial or a, a condom commercial. Right. Anything like that. You know yeah. what I mean? That's true. There is no time out for that.
0: Yeah. That's true. Like, if you if you suddenly woke up and, you you know, you your memory was wiped and you've yeah. never seen a sport yeah. before and you watched an NFL game on TV, mm-hmm. a Major League Baseball game mm-hmm. on TV, yeah. and a soccer game, mm-hmm. what would you choose? That, that'd that be a real – I mean, obviously, you can't wipe your memory clear, but I, I think – Well, you know
3: what, what drew me to soccer was I went – it was the last time I was at Lambeau Field. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to a game, and I was reminded about the first time I went to Lambeville about how freaking long it is. Yeah, it's very long You sit there in the stands, and thankfully the second time, the second game was in September, but uh, the first game I went to was in December. Yeah. And you sit there in the stands, and you watch the players stand around. Yeah. And it's like, really? And -hmm. then all of a sudden, a buddy of mine at Wisconsin-Eau Claire was like, hey, you should watch – you should watch soccer game. And I think it, it was Manchester United and somebody. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. Yeah. This game is 90 minutes. It's going to maybe be 96, 97. And that's it. You're done. And you know, when I talk to my wife
1: and I say, I'm going to a United game tonight, and it starts at 7. And she says, what time are you going to be home at? I know it will end by 9 o'clock. Yeah. And I know if I don't go after the game, I'll be home by 10. Whereas when you go to an MLB game, an NFL game, it starts at noon, okay? Vikings games, big, big thing. You're there for three hours. Yeah. Maybe more. Easily. And guess what? So you don't know what time you're home. MLB games, the same way. Twins game starts at 7 o'clock. It could be done at 9. It could be done at 10. It could be done at 11. You don't flippin' know. Or 1. Or 1. Exactly yeah. right. So that's one thing MLS has going for them is the yeah. fact that you know your game is 90 minutes and it's 90 minutes and there might be some extra time. So you might add an extra 10 minutes, maybe 20 minutes if you're crazy. So you know what time it's going to end. Yep. And you know exactly what's going to happen.
3: And that's a really good example was um, the Seattle game, the last home game. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided to take the, the rail down because mm-hmm. twins Twins were playing so they had it scheduled. And it... It was, I can't go out afterwards because mm-hmm. I need to get back to Target exactly Field right. Station to catch the catch the North Star. Yeah. And it, the thing is, is, I had no idea. I was watching in the second half. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, where where are the Twins right now? Yeah. You know, okay, they're seventh inning and it's the 80th minute. Okay, yeah. we should be good. But it was one of those things where I was like, I may have to leave the game early mm-hmm. because if I want to get to Target Field in time. That's right. It, but at the same time, it could have been, oh, I'm going to sit it. Target Station for the next hour yeah it's absolutely Potten- no idea potentially
2: yeah potentially
3: so
1: to just close this point out guys um, MLS we're all going to be there I think for the opening of the yeah. new stadium right um, so season ticket holders was already 14,000 we have the preserve now which has a couple hundred people on it now
3: yeah
1: um, good luck I think to it's them. like
3: five something good luck to them yeah,
1: I, I seriously, I mean, if you you really want to go to a game, good luck. I could have bought season tickets beforehand. Uh, unlike Sterling, I cannot go to every flipping game there is. Um, mm. He's got, well, he's got family, but my family is a little different. in night work and everything like that. So my family's been very forgiving. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so. You know, it's great for Dave, a guy like him, to go and get three season tickets for the new stadium. Um, But I'll be there. I'm going to pay money. Stevens, you'll be there. Yeah, and
0: and just to add on to your point, like, I can't, like, having season tickets is a bit unrealistic for me Mm -hmm. with my travels. But, I mean, if... the loons can't be successful without that base, yeah, without that season ticket holder base. And so having a waiting list like the preserve is such, yeah. it's such a great thing. And, and I, that, I, I think it'll be long. And that it. feeds back
1: into McGuire. I think McGuire's whole goal was to get this new stadium and then make money on this stadium and then get better players after mm-hmm. that. So, um, let's go into the loans because yeah, we'll talk about this enough. Uh, Sterling, you got some loan guys you want to talk about?
3: Yeah, so we finally decided to send people on a loan, which should have happened about two months ago. Uh, we sent out uh, Manley, Carter Manley, left back, to Las Vegas Lights, uh, actually back July 31st, I think. was. Yeah, he's the been there for a while. He me, yeah. He's been there for four games. Mm-hmm. And then a uh, 1D at the Cameroonian center back. He was finally loaned out to uh to Charlotte Independence um, just last week. Mm-hmm. And so to start with him, he he got play right away against Pittsburgh. Nice. Uh, it was a 0-0 draw. On top of that, uh, Charlotte was even down a man. Mm-hmm. So I think that says a lot for him as a center back. Good deal. You know, He was shorthanded and held held Pittsburgh to a draw.
1: And that's what we want.
3: Yeah. If you're loaning the player out. You
1: want them minutes. to start playing. Yeah. It's minutes. about minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah
3: sure. he, he got the start. He played mm-hmm. the entire game. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. That's that's what we need. Uh, Carter Manley is a different situation. He was loaned out, like I said, to Las Vegas Lights uh, back in the end of July. Four games in, he's been on the roster or on the squad for three of them. In fact, what's even better is he was first game, he was on, the, on as a sub. Second game, he wasn't listed at all. And then now he's been listed for two mm. more. And it, what's worse is that Las Vegas is is complete shit. Um, in those four games, they've actually allowed nine goals.
0: Are they USL? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. So it's like, he's a defender. Mm-hmm. You have allowed... I mean, they have a... Currently, they have a uh, goal difference of minus 18, so they're a lot yeah. like us. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, so you have terrible defense. You're allowing goals like a sieve. You get this MLS draft pick yep. um, who... All intents and purposes, for the amount that we've seen him, he has a lot of upside. And you don't play him at all? Yeah, you need to give him minutes. I mean, you know, I think Minnesota United, and I've heard rumors that they're looking to pull him and take him somewhere else. And he should. Uh, He needs to be because I think of all the guys we have on loan, which currently aren't many, um, I think he has significant upside. And the fact that our fullbacks – uh, you know Tyrone Mears is thirty-five, Jerome Tioson is thirty-one, I think, and yep. he just got—he's just coming back from injury. You got Mark Birch, who's thirty-two or thirty-three, and he's mm-hmm. been injured all season, and he is—I think he's healthy now. Um, you know, we need—we need fullbacks. And well, it, and that's
1: yeah. what I want to bring up—the fact that, again is when you loan a guy out to a lower league. You would hope that lower league team yeah. would play your guy a number of minutes to get him exactly. some more experience. If you're not gonna flip and play the guy, then send him back. Yeah, you know, don't let him sit there for three games. Send him back.
3: Yeah, I, I just think I don't know what uh, their their manager, Cedro uh, Sanchez. I don't know much about him, but he clearly doesn't have a handle on their defense, and yeah. here he is with Carter Manley not doing anything with him. So I hope that Minnesota United find a, a new place for him. I know Almsberg, he's been with us now for several weeks, but mm-hmm. he's he's currently, I think technically, on loan with Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they have a recall, mm-hmm. recall available for him. So, you know, I mean, at this point he's better off just being on a bench. Yeah. I don't see a point in...
1: He is better off being with United, practicing with them, learning techniques, than he is to be in Las Vegas, practicing with them, and not playing at all. Right.
3: And, I mean, you know, you got... You could go another direction and even say, you know, you don't know what he's doing in his off time in Las Vegas. Yeah, it's... So, you know, he'd be better off in Minnesota. He's not going to get time... In Las Vegas, let's just get him back to Minnesota.
1: Yeah, let's see. Uh, Las Vegas, when you don't have time, hundreds of casinos. In Minnesota, we have time three casinos. That's and just, fish and fish. That's about right. Yeah, let's not leave him in Las Vegas. He's not going to do anything. Right. And I hope they will uh, make a you know uh, do something about it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So those are the lonies. Dave, you want to talk about Ramirez a little bit?
3: Yeah, you know, so kind of a broken record. we we spent, we devoted an entire supplementary episode to Christian Ramirez's trip. Yes. Yeah.
0: If you haven't listened to 11, episode 11.2, go back and listen to it because I think it was a good one. I listened yeah. to
3: it, even yeah. though I wasn't on it. Oh. We're a little biased. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> it was really good without Tony. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What? Kidding. Come I'm kidding. Come
0: on. No, we missed you, Tony. We did. Man. We did. We missed it.
3: Yeah. Uh, I got to see Dave's house. Yeah. yeah it's My townhouse. His townhouse, yeah. 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 Um, so I was, you know, I mentioned this multiple times on the podcast. I get it, like to get into these discussions. Some might view them as arguments on Twitter over, you know, who's really at fault for our performance uh, over the last two seasons. Who's at fault for... Uh, you know, Miguel Ivar not being overly happy going into this season. You know, Christian Ramirez now being traded.
0: So, as continuing your thread, saying who's at fault, because that's the way most supporters feel this decision was. Yes. Some, we made a mistake. Well, so, who's at fault for yes, this trade? It,
3: that's true. Yeah. Good point. If it wasn't a mistake, no one would think it was at fault. Yeah. So, it most m- people are blaming Adrian Heath for this. Uh, and, it, you know, so I got onto this. Conversation with uh, a couple people, and it, it started pushing me towards doing some research on it, on how you know how we come to where we are, you know, where Christian Ramirez fit in, and so it initially started with uh, this discussion of whose plan was it to have a three-year plan, yeah, mm-hmm. and. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to go back. I'm going to Google, and I'm going to try to figure out, can I find any news articles? Kind of pinpointing whose idea this was to have a soft launch, three-year plan. Mm -hmm. And I I went back, and I found a news news article, um, November 2016. It was 55-1, written by Jeff Reuter. Uh, Who's now with the Athletic, uh, and it was kind of the announcement of Adrian Heath. Yeah, and in there, they they kind of had a little bit of an interview with Heath, and Heath mentioned how he spoke with Dr. McGuire, and I would imagine this was part of his interview process. And they discussed McGuire's plan for the team and found out that you know their ideas kind of meshed with each other. Mm -hmm. So it's like okay, so this three-year plan sorry I'm doing bunny ears I realized no one can see that uh,
0: <laughs> he is I can
3: maybe confirm. originated with either Heath or McGuire but regardless clearly both were on the same page yeah so hmm. maybe we can't put a blame on that or blame for that on anybody uh, but what I found interesting in that article was something that wasn't actually in the body of the article it was a it was a sidebar quotation from Adrian Heath, and I'm paraphrasing this one, so anybody that wants to fact-check me on this, uh, again, it's November 2016, 55 article. Uh, Adrian Heath basically says that he was confident that Amos McGee and Manny Lagos would find the players necessary to be competitive. Mm-hmm. So... I point this, po- this quote out because it tells me that Adrian Heath is depending on Manny Legos to find him players to be yep. competitive. Yep. And so keep that in your in your brain as I, as I go through this. So last season, we fast forward. Chris, Christian Ramirez was fifth in minutes. Mm-hmm. He missed four games a significant portion of a fifth game because of that injury. Mm -hmm. And with that, you calculate, okay, let's say he played 70, 80 minutes of all four of those games. Yep. Or even fifth game. Yep. And all of a sudden, he actually moves up to third, maybe second on Mm -hmm. the roster in minutes. So at that point, to me, I look at it from my experience, the vast majority of players that command the significant amount of minutes are defenders first because mm-hmm. they have less play I mean they just have less to do so they usually can maintain more minutes in the season. And uh Jerome Tiaison led the lead, or led the team in minutes last year. And then Calvo was uh third in mm-hmm. the on the team. And then also those kind of midfield those main stay midfield players. And guess what? Ibsen was second in minutes. Go figure. So, and then uh, Molino was fourth in minutes. Mm-hmm. And here Christian Ramirez is, is in fifth. And I'm like, okay, so he missed four and a half games mm-hmm. due to injury. He Adrian, he's played him as much as Adrian, he should have ever played a forward. So to me, there was a quote that came out earlier this month, or I guess maybe late July. It was like an aunt. I mentioned this, I think, in our 11.2 episode. Uh, An aunt of Christian Ramirez who said, you know, Adrian Heath never really liked Christian. He didn't play him that much. Guess what? Uh, Adrian Heath actually played Christian Ramirez. Played him a lot. Far more than he probably had to. Yeah. Um, And so fast forward to this season. So uh, Ramirez saw a significant decline in his minutes. Um, He actually, as of his trade. He was 7th on the team. Mm-hmm. But, we had an issue where he injured his ankle I believe it was the first game. Because yeah. uh, Denlotti started Denlotti went out in like the 30th minute, I think, mm-hmm. um, with an injury and I, I feel like it was second half of the first game uh, Christian went down with an injury I could be wrong might have been the second game, but I'm pretty sure it was the first game. Because I I just remember, oh my god Abu just Got injured and now Christian's injured. I, yeah, and he he stayed in the game. Yep.
0: I just I, I want to say this before you. you I mean, just, yep. I'm fascinated by what you're saying because it's 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 all so true. But what if I mean, and this is a huge what if because it obviously happened. But what if you know when we were watching the first you know MLS game, what if you know on the road, but what if Christian Ramirez didn't score the first goal? For United. And he did. He came on as a right, sub and scored mind. the first yeah. first goal. Yeah. What if that never happened? He didn't start that game, but he came in yeah. on as a sub and scored the first goal in the MLS history for the loons. Do you think the story changes or was that just No. You know, I don't know. I think there might have been something. I don't wrong. Been,
1: no, I don't think so, because I, I think that you, in the beginning of the loons.
0: So why wasn't he on I guess what I'm asking is he wasn't on the starting, the first game yes. of the Loons MLS history. He was yes. not in the starting
3: Yeah, right yeah I had read that it was a preseason issue. Okay, and it may have yeah. been. Yeah, I mean, so. I don't know that for a fact. And so. I have a
1: feeling that starting the Loons, uh, having Ramirez and Ibarra in there was one of their key things they wanted to do because they wanted the fans who had seen them right. pre-MLS to be involved in this
0: team. And they did.
3: Yeah, you know, I think Christian at some point would have come in as a sub and mm-hmm. showed Adrian that he needed to be on the.
0: I think it just makes you know I, we'll, we'll continue on your point, David, but I think it just it it it's part of the sting of the trade yeah. is just yeah. knowing that not only is he the face of the franchise, he scored the first goal. Yeah, right, and it's it's tough, but
3: yeah, yeah. No, point taken, definitely. Um, so going to going to that, you know, he. He saw a reduction in his minutes this season. Again, he had that injury. He did miss two games this season due to injury. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't recall if it was the same injury, though. Um, so you had those minutes. But he saw, he personally said that that ankle injury impacted his play. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I think it's pretty safe to assume that that injury impacted how many minutes he got early on in the season. With that said, um, even even still, he wouldn't have moved up the list too much. Mm -hmm. So there there is always that to keep in mind. Um, The the big thing for me is that uh, he didn't actually not start a game until Seattle. When we all know probably why he didn't start. There's a deal trade deal. Yes, exactly. but even still, last season, Adrian didn't start him against Seattle because he felt that um, Christian Ramirez's play wasn't the right play for Seattle's defense. Mm-hmm. So you could say, all right, maybe he was sat because of the trade, but maybe he was sat because Adrian he still felt the same way in terms of his play. Yeah, uh, And so then you go on, and after the uh, the drubbing by Vancouver, 4-2, to two, In Vancouver, Adrian Heath made a statement that essentially you can't take this any other way than saying he was like, we do not have the quality to compete Mm -hmm. and we need better players. And I had posted on Twitter, I'm like, I posted a picture of my Adrian Heath gnome with a sign around his neck saying Manny out. And I said, look, our manager is begging for players. yep, And he's... Obviously not getting him What's interesting is By this point Romario and Angelo Had already been signed So even at that point He's like I still need players So it's not the fact that Christian Ramirez Isn't doing his job It's Mm. the fact that Somebody else on this team Isn't up to par And he's saying I need more players Even though you signed Angelo Rodriguez That's not the answer I need more players so, move on to last week. Ramirez scores two goals against Real Salt Lake, which by the way, he's had a brace against Real Salt Lake twice, or three times now. Yeah. Leave that for what it is. <laughs> um, and Megan Ryan, the day after, uh, Megan Ryan from this trip, uh, met up with Adrian Heath after practice, and she asked him, what do you think about the fact that he scored two goals? And Adrian's response was fantastic. I thought it was super classy. He he praised Christian Ramirez and his skills and abilities. But the point that really stuck out to me was this quote. So this is quote-unquote. I must have said it 50 times last year. If we can give him enough opportunities in the box, he will score goals, and I think he'll get that there. Mm -hmm. Now, to me, that doesn't sound like a guy that didn't like Christian Ramirez. No. It doesn't sound like a guy who didn't play Christian Ramirez because he didn't like how he played. It sounds like a guy that said, look, front office, you fucked up. Mm -hmm. You didn't give me the players that I asked for back in 2016. Mm -hmm. You didn't give me the players that I asked for in 2017. You haven't Mm -hmm. given me the players I asked for after Vancouver. Mm -hmm. This is completely on you. Christian Ramirez is a good player. If he had the service he needed, he would have succeeded here. And so, to me, it says this is not Adrian he's fault that yeah. he was traded. So, whose fault is it? This well, is the you know his fault. We talk,
0: we talk, You know, you can talk about uh, you know a small sample size and what we've seen from Rodriguez, but here, here's a small sample size. Christian Ramirez, sorry, Christian Ramirez in LAFC scoring two goals in his what second game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he because yes, I mean he, he was in the right place at the right time, but that's what yeah. he does. Inside eighteen yards, he, and, he's there.
3: And on top of that, in mid- the twenty minutes he played in his first game, yeah, he had two shots and a near yeah. miss, yeah,
0: a very near miss. I don't know if you saw the replays on Twitter, but it was like it was he had a header opportunity that was so close. But yeah, I mean, and LAFC's their midfield is obviously. Phenomenal. Fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. they're going to put him in that position. And exactly. Right. Is it, you know, is he making the most of the opportunity with the injury? Of Potentially, course. Maybe. But he's sure. there. He's playing yeah. and he's scoring goals. We're,
1: again, I, with Christian Miraz being traded, um, and I haven't, I haven't talked about this on this podcast yet because I haven't had a chance to. I see two things Christian Miraz is, is the United, okay? We all loved Christian back in the days before they were in MLS, okay? When they were in NASL, we love Christian, okay? We all thought of him as a, the best player that we had, Kim and uh, Ibarra. That was the deal, right? Those are the two guys we think it's about with this team. It's why you went to It's why, exactly the right, Exactly right. right. Four, yep. Three or four years ago. So it's tough to trade a guy who has been with your team for five years now? Has it been five years or four? (laughs) Yeah, 14, 14, so four years. Okay, four four and a half, close to five. So you watch this guy for four years and you think about him as this is your team, this is your guy, right? So you end up trading him and everybody gets pissed off about it. And it's funny because every time a team in this market trades a guy or gets rid of a guy. We all fall back to the uh, David Ortiz thing. Yeah. <laughs> with the twins. We traded, well, we got rid of, well, we just dropped. I'm sorry. We didn't even trade the guy. We just dropped him because he couldn't hit to the opposite field. Right. The twins, that's what they wanted to do at that time. Whatever. He goes to Boston. They say, hey, pull away. Go ahead. Just pull the ball. And guess what he does? And he come, comes an MVP. They win a World Series. And now, forever in the history of Minnesota sports, we're gonna hear: Did we drop a guy or trade a guy that could have been the next David Ortiz? Right. Okay. So again, we're playing that game with Ramirez again. We're saying, well, we got rid of him, and he had a great time here. But is he the next David Ortiz? Is he gonna go to LA and be he better might. than he was here? Probably. The problem is you can't think of it that way you have to think of it from a team standpoint right. and that's the worst again as a fan of soccer as a fan of big sports in this network and in, in this uh, community you can't be devoted to a guy yep I love Christian Maris I I, I love watching him when he's and and uh, with the loons back in the ASL days but at some point, Things have to change. Right. And if he's not part of the new place we're gonna to go to, then trade him. Okay? And I'm not gonna be pissed off about it. I, I'm okay. I'm gonna be a little pissed off about it, but I'm not gonna be upset about yeah, it as much as else. I can inject it's it yeah. it is a bis- bit frustrating. It's a business.
0: It, it is a business, but it is a bit frustrating if you're if you're head coach and like reading into David's comments and yep. his theory, like it's a bit frustrating if 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 Adrian Heath yeah. knows that Christian Ramirez is a great forward, which yes, he's a good he forward. It's, it's frustrating knowing that he just couldn't get the pieces that he needed to make him be exactly. a but, superstar in this league, and which he could be.
1: And it's crazy to think that the Christian Ramirez trade says to us what we've been talking about for weeks now. It's not Heath's team. Right. It's Manny's team. Manny does what he wants to do. He gives those pieces to Heath and says, Hey, I got you Angelo and Abarrow Jr. Do what you gotta do with them. Right. So, and Heath goes, Well, now I have too many flipping strikers. Right. What are you gonna do? Oh, and Manny goes, Well, oh, I'll trade Christian Amaris. Right. Because you'll be able to spin so, it. So yeah.
0: Do we need a hashtag? Do we need as Lunacy Podcast, do we need to be hashtag Manny out or Heath out, or do we just uh, stay away from that. I can't...
1: No, I can't play the Manny out game yet. I just okay. can't until the end of the season. I have to
0: see... You're giving him three more I months? have to
1: see what's going to happen because it's a business, okay? Yeah. You can't make moves in the middle of the season and then decide, well, he sucks, and say, well, he's he doesn't know what he's doing, so I'll, I'll give him the rest of the season. But the rest of the season, if they don't make the playoffs...
0: And how about the first transfer window into the new all yeah. field? The, yeah,
1: if I see that. But if they don't make the playoffs this year, then we have an issue. Well, then it's Manny Allen,
0: because they're, if they don't make well, the playoffs... Well, Tony, he, I mean, the odds of making the playoffs at this point are, if you're betting, it's not good. I have, I'm yeah. not going to pull the odds. I don't need to, because I know they're not good. So you're telling me... If they don't make the playoffs, are you yeah. going to be behind Manny out? Or are you yeah, going to are, are give him the first no. transfer window into the new season at I'm all? Not, field? I'm not. I'm not. Really? Because you made these decisions. Then no. why not out right now? Because I want to see
1: what happens after this.
0: Okay, so you're okay. hoping for a high side. I'm, gi- I'm your...
1: giving him the benefit of the doubt that he knows what he's doing. Okay. Okay. Trader Ramirez was a bad deal, but we have to look at it from a business well, standpoint. we
0: don't know if it was a bad deal, and that's what we talked uh, about. Again,
1: but we have to get, look at it from a business standpoint of, yes, we're all fans. We all loved Christian, okay? But would he be good for this team, or was he just uh, was he just an extra now because we got these other guys? Well, Manny thinks he was an extra because we got those other guys. Right. So let's have let's see what Manny can do with what we got, and let's see what Heath can do. But if we don't make the playoffs, if we if we suck it up the next month and a half here, then it's Manny out. Then it's you fucked up, okay? You, you suck. We're going to a new stadium next year. You screwed up middle of the flipping season. You, you screwed up. We had a good thing going. Okay, you need to add some pieces, but you didn't need to go crazy with it. So, that means to me that, hey, you you shouldn't be here.
3: Right. You know, and here's the thing. You bring up a good point. It's Manny's team. We've yeah. mentioned this before. The Lagos family is crazy tied to yeah. Minnesota soccer. Yes, they are. To yes. the point that... Honestly, I don't know that they can do. What's the wrong. history?
0: How long do they go back?
1: So uh, a long time. Buzz
3: Legos uh, managed the Buzz. Th-
1: yeah, Buzz was the coach back in the nineties. We went to hmm. see games back at there. I mean, and yeah, the Lagos Manny, has been around forever here. Yeah,
3: Manny played here. Uh, that you know, he had been in MLS too. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's they've been involved with Minnesota soccer for decades now, and. It, that's, that's a problem because I think when you say it's Manny when you suggest that it's Manny's team yeah I think Manny believes yeah I'm Manny Legos but so I can do what I want
1: In the same you look back at it and you go Manny's never been in this position before MLS this is, right. a, this is a this is a step up okay when he was doing stuff and him and his dad were doing things in the NASL and before that, who cares if they screwed up right. nobody gave a shit right? I mean, was everybody calling for their head back in the day when they made trades or different? Right. No, they didn't care. You're an MLS now. So if he can't put this shit together in the next month and a half, then he needs to go. And McGuire, as the owner, needs to come in and say, look, I went with Lagos because he's a Minnesota – they're a Minnesota institution. Right. But I screwed up. And I'm going to make it better by getting somebody else. If he does that, I'll be happy. If he doesn't do that, then we have issues going to this new stadium.
3: Well, you know, and I think if he doesn't do that. Yeah. And Heath goes. Yeah. I think we're going to have massive issues. A lot of supporters are going to be, you know, praising the heavens because they hate Manny, or I mean, they hate Adrian Heath for stupid reasons. Exactly right. But. I think it's a mistake because, I mean, we could go into this about, you know, Orlando. He didn't succeed at Orlando, but neither did Christ. Yeah. So, is it him? Is Christ just as bad as him? Or is it the F.O.? And I think it's the F.O. It's F O
1: Yeah. We can play this game. I mean, Dave, you you know this. You've watched enough Major League sports to know that you can – get rid of the manager all you flipping want. Right. You can fire five managers in a year. But the general manager, the guy who makes those choices, is the guy yeah. who is...
3: Who's, he's the guy. He's the one reason why you're having a bad season. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we can use... Go to baseball and use the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah. Uh, they have been perennial losers my entire life, basically. Mm-hmm. Um... And just until recently, they started getting a little better, but they've had dozen managers in the yeah. last you know, couple decades. Look
1: at Craig Council, though. Okay, yep. great. I think Craig Council is a great manager. I think he is too. And I think what they did in the offseason, getting yes, uh, Lorenzo Kane getting Yelich, great, great time. I mean, that fantastic. Yep. They did what they needed to do. Okay, I'm not going to blame Craig Council. If they totally suck it up the rest of the year and don't make the playoffs. Right. I'm going to blame the general manager. And that's what I think on this in this case, too, is that if we don't make the playoffs this year, I'm not blaming Heath. Right. I'm blaming Manny Lagos.
3: Yeah. That's the way it works. So, with that, you want to hear my evidence for why I think it's Manny Lagos?
1: Yes. Yeah. Or have yes. we said enough about it? Well... We know we, – I think we all know it's Manny, but what's Can you keep it to 130 yes. characters?
3: I, I might be <laughs> able to. So, in in uh, 2014, Campos gets injured. Mm-hmm. Christian Ramirez comes on. Mm-hmm. Rests history, right? Mm-hmm. Ends up scoring 21 goals. Wins goal boot. Yeah. 2015, what does Manny Lagos do? He benches Christian Ramirez game one. Yeah. Why? you? He was just golden boot. Mm-hmm. Why in the world would you do that? Doesn't like him. So, ends up... He uh, plays fewer minutes in the first spring championship. Mm-hmm. He plays fewer minutes in the fall championship than he mm-hmm. did in 14 or 16. And then on top of that, in 16, Manny Leos brings in Pino. Mm-hmm. Complete competition. Mm-hmm. For what purpose? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But, luckily... Carl Craig was manager. So Christian Ramirez ends up playing more minutes. Yeah. uh, Both spring and fall championship. Ends up scoring 19 goals in the season. Yeah. And then what happens in 2017? Oh, yeah. After we sign Christian Ramirez to an MLS contract, we go and draft Abu Bin Yeah. Why? Because we don't really know. I mean, we needed backup eventually, right? Yeah, we did. But so Manny drafts Abu. 2018, what happens? We have Christian Ramirez and Abu. And technically, we still had, um, what's his name? We signed him. He was from L.A. I can't think of his name. No. Oh, yeah. He was on loan. Yeah, um, was in. And 2018 Superdraft, we signed Mason Toy.
2: Yeah. Why
3: are we signing another forward? Another we already role. have two. We already yeah. had a guy on loan. Yeah. And then, of course, midseason, Manny Lagos brings in Angelo Rodriguez. Of course. When our midfield was the problem the yeah. entire time.
0: Yeah, and, and and Rodriguez does not fit the bill of the players that you just mentioned. The toys and and the, they're different forwards. Yeah, like significantly. They're different.
3: They're super fast, super quick. I'm telling you, Manny Legos has orchestrated this since a long time ago. Yeah,
1: and that's what I'm saying is that if if we're not going to be good the rest of the season, if we decide we're not going to the playoffs. Then Manny needs to go. Yeah. And there's a I think there's a lot of people who believe that. Although I think you'll say the same thing, is like there's a lot of supporters who believe that Heath is a problem. I don't think Heath is a problem. I think Manny's a problem. And Heath is just trying to do what he can with the roster he's been giving. Right. You know, I you can't do much
0: more with it. I agree. It. The only thing you could and I I I'm not taking a stance one way or the other, but I'm just saying the only reason you could get behind like Heath's issue is like, say, look at the defensive troubles. The the reason yeah. why are why are the loons getting down in the first half of games right. almost but what they, consistently? But who is, they signed? Yeah, is it that's their defensive? Problem. Is it a strategy? Is it coaching? Mm-hmm. That's why why doesn't Miller? I no what to do. But
3: it could be coaching preparation. Is I there coaching there? There might be. But I don't know who has Lagos brought in
1: for our defense. Yeah, since he's been the GM.
3: Well, and the the reality is, I mentioned this at the beginning. Um, when we were talking about the Galaxy match, is that the problems on defense can stem from the problems in the midfield. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what's going on. I saw somebody on Twitter uh, take a knock at Hangout, which I thought was a little off-base, but they said the defenders are getting this barrage of attacks. The midfield isn't doing anything. And finally, you get possession... You turn around, the only person you have to pass to is paying up. Now, subtract that attack on paying up. I thought he did pretty well last night. But the point that I take out of that is the midfield sucks. Yeah, And the defense is just doing whatever it can to to maintain composure. This reminds me,
1: the whole drafting and signing of uh, strikers and, and uh, forwards reminds me of the Timberwolves. I'm a big T-Wolves fan. When I was a kid, they, they drafted Felton Spencer as a center. And the next year, they drafted Luke Longley as a center. And I'm going, what the flip are you doing? You drafted two centers in a row. Why do you need all these centers? And guess what? The GM was just an idiot you know, and decided to draft all these big guys because that's the way the league was going. And after a year, they decided, well, the GM is an idiot, so we're going to get
0: rid of him.
3: So that was before Chris Wright.
0: I was going to say, yeah, talk about, I mean, you're talking about centers, but talk about, you know, if I'm not a huge uh, Timberwolves fan, but if yeah. you want to talk about drafting and GMs, yeah. how about re- more recently than the point guard, point guard, point well, the, guard. That they keep swinging and the missing. Ruby, the,
1: the, the whole, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk, I, mean, I can talk about that a little bit. Yeah, we, I don't the want whole, to even get you started. The should, whole probably. Rubio draft and not Seth Curry. And, right, and, uh, I don't even want what's to get his you name? started. Sorry. And again, it's one of those things where, you have but a kept- GM who thinks he's smarter than everybody else, and says, "Well, I'm going to draft these three guys because, frankly, I'm going to have three point guards, and they're all going to be great, and that will be the greatest team ever." Doesn't work that way. Yeah.
0: Well, St- I mean, like, the uh, what I guess I was referencing is Steph Curry, and, like, they they they, they were well, drafting no. point guard after point guard after point guard year after year after Remember. year. They swung and missed on him, but apparently that was because he's a big golfer. He is yeah, a big golfer. Uh, he's a great golfer. I don't, I don't, I don't, and he wouldn't I don't ever believe, play for Minnesota because our, our golf schedule is, what, three months long? I don't believe
3: that. Well, he's so. also a big Aaron Rodgers fan, so maybe yeah. that doesn't. No, yeah. that
1: draft was Rubio and then uh, what's his name from Syracuse? The two point guards right in a row. yeah, And that was bad. And then they had a third draft, and they drafted uh, Lawson. They traded to Denver. That's three point guards in a flippant NBA draft. Who flipping does that? David Kahn, because he thought he was smarter than everybody else. And that's what I'm talking about. I, I don't think that maybe Manny Lagos is that crazy. Right. But getting all these forwards, getting all these strikers, does he think he knows something that we don't know? Right. You know, does he think uh, this is this is the way MLS works? You know, I'll give him, I will give him a month and a half. And then, we're taking the convertible out, and we're jumping off the cliff like Thelma and Luis.
0: So are we all, are we on the same page? Like, it sounds like basically from the, the past 20 minutes of conversation, mm-hmm. are we on the same page that Cr- Christian Ramirez could have been a superstar for the Loons... But they, he didn't have the team to support him. Look, uh, yeah. I, is that yeah, yes or no? Had, I want to hear yes or no. If we yes. had a
3: number six, a yeah. quality number six, Christian Ramirez would have been yeah. the superstar Brooklyn. Christian, so. okay, of, That's Christian's yes, yeah. great.
1: I mean, Christian's great.
3: I, I don't. Again,
1: I'll say this for the fifth time today. I love Christian Ramirez, but this is a business decision. This is Manny Lagos' decision. If I wasn't if I wasn't a big fan, I would say, "Oh, great, you did what you had to do." I'm a huge fan, though, so I think it was a bad trade. But on the same token, I think that Manny has forced Heath now with all the drafts and the signings to give up somebody like Christian Ramirez. Who else is going to give up? You Give up? You give up a toy? You going to give up? Uh, Didn't right, lie. there's no value there. There's no value there. Yeah. They got some value out of Christian. They got how much what, a million dollars worth of T A M?
3: Yeah, uh seven or eight hundred for sure. Yeah,
1: okay. So maybe that comes into play in a year or two. Right. And maybe we're and maybe in a year or two we're talking this podcast about how it was a great trade because we were able to sign somebody else. Right. But for right now, it looks like a very shitty trade. Right. And right that's here. not just coming from a guy who's a big fan. That's coming from a guy who's a business – I know business. You do things for business. You, you don't do this though. Right. You don't kill your fan base. This is, this is a big fan base trade. I mean this is like – this is like the Twins getting rid of Joe Maurer five years ago. Right. I mean it is. It is. Because Joe yeah. Mauer came with the Twins, and he's been with the Twins.
0: Maybe like more appropriately, like when they signed they signed him after what two mm-hmm. his MVP season in mm-hmm. two thousand nine. It would have been like them trading him at that point. Mm-hmm. Like I think if if they would have traded Joe Mauer five years ago, it would be like mm, yeah, that's terrible. But like he wasn't producing like he was in his MVP this, years. This
1: trade reminds me of the KG trade: Kim Garnett, Tim Rolls. Because they weren't going to re-sign him. They had the money. It, so they decided just to get rid of them.
0: It felt like... It, and yeah, you're right. And, and it kills it, you. It and felt, it kills you. It felt like, the, the at that point, that it felt like the Timberwolves were just giving up.
1: But it kills you because a guy like Kevin Garnett is the Timberwolves, right? And I've been a big T-Wolves fan since they opened up in 1989. KG was the Timberwolves, okay? For years, there was nobody on that team. And then KG came in, and he was the T-Wolves.
0: Christian Ramirez was the flipping loon. So the difference is, they're selling this trade as a—they're selling it as this was the right move for the both Christian and the team. They're a selling business, this, yeah. it was a business move. Yes. Yeah, but not just business. They are saying they are telling the supporters that this was a move that is going to benefit the team. And the but the problem with that, Dave,
1: is the fact that they didn't
0: do that with, you know, with with Garnett. That's not no, how they sold they, it. They, that was that Garnett was more of a we can't afford exactly. Garnett. Exactly.
1: Christian, unfortunately, if they're going to tell you that it's a it's a team move and Sterling will probably back me up on this, you can't trade the face of a franchise and say it's a business move and get back a million dollars worth of TAM. You can't do that. It doesn't work that way. Because the supporters for the Loons especially are very, very involved with the players. Yeah. And as much as I hate to say that you shouldn't be involved with the player, they are. Okay? Right. Christian Ramirez, Miguel Ibarra, those are your two guys. Yep. And if you trade one of them, people are going to be pissed off. Yep. That's the way it works.
3: And, you know, and that's a big thing, you know, if we want to, bring in the comparison to Atlanta again. Mm-hmm. It's it's a big thing that separates Minnesota from Atlanta. Atlanta has zero history. Yeah. Minnesota has a history. With a history yes. You're you're bringing in this team that's existed for years and you're just shifting them right into Major yeah. League Soccer. And it, so we have I mean, people were pissed that we let um, Davis go. and Venegas go. I mean yeah. they were Terrible. Yeah. I mean, no offense to them. I mean, they're doing fine in USL, but for Major League Soccer, they weren't Major League Soccer quality. They and weren't. No. There were still supporters that were upset about that. Yeah. So you have this. You have this attachment because that's how the second division worked. Mm-hmm. They allowed their players to mm-hmm. be very attached to the fan base, and it, there was a lot of interaction. Mm-hmm. And so you've got this history yeah. that most. Other teams don't have, you know, no. you maybe maybe Portland had some of these growing pains, and maybe even Seattle had some of these growing pains. Um, I suppose maybe even Orlando, but at this level. Though. But yeah, it's it's one of those things where this is a very different situation. Mm-hmm. You have a fan base, as you said, that's very attached to their players, mm-hmm. and here we are dealing with that next step. Exactly, and. That, w-
1: again you you're 100% right and I think both you and I are both on the same page is that when you have a team that came up like the Loons, okay and you have a fan base guess what that fan base at Blaine was what 5000 people yeah okay 5000 people so okay so you're going to make a decision you say well I'm going to piss off 5000 people or, or uh, that's fine because it's a business decision but you can't, you can't do that and not get a good return for it. Right. At least when I saw the trade happen, again, a million dollars worth of TM, potentially. That's fine. But at least get another player that I can say, hey, we got a young guy. Who could be good at some point.
0: Well, they, they've got a year and a half to do that, Tony. So I know they do,
1: but frankly, a million dollars worth of TM is
3: not worth Christian Ramirez. And it this is the 21st century. We want success now. Well, Atlanta has success now. Yeah. And it, as much as we personally don't like to compare us to Atlanta, I guarantee you, based on my interactions on Twitter, a lot of these supporters are Comparing us, but they want success now. Do you know why? Don't see that two years down the road. But you know why we're not Atlanta because
1: Bill McGuire is not uh, what's Arthur Blank, right? Arthur Blank, what is he's Lowe's, right? Yeah, he's got billions of dollars. Bill McGuire, United Healthcare, he's got millions of dollars. Okay, he can't do the same things that Arthur Blank does, he doesn't have the stadium. He doesn't have the financial stuff going on. You know? But
3: an emotionally attached, irrational fan base yeah. can't make those connections. And
1: guess what? We're are, You're right. We are an emotionally attached, irrational fan base in Minnesota. I'm sorry. That's the way it works. Yeah.
3: Now, and guess what? Guess what we have coming up at the end of the season? What's that? Miguel Ibarra's contract or with an option. Okay. And guess what? We're not going to
0: sign. I would right? hope they take that option. Though I mean, Can
3: you imagine what it's going to be like going into Allianz Field next season if both of them are gone? I, I'm telling
1: you this much. Getting rid of Ramirez for Ibarra, and I brought this up earlier, probably wasn't the best thing. Because Ibarra, I think, is pissed off about it. So you think the United are going to go say, hey, Ibarra, I want to sign you. For another three years at a big uh, contract you think he's going to do it? Or you think he's going to say hey Christian you got to spot me in LA? Maybe I'll go out there because that's where he's from anyways. Right. So you could have Batman and Superman back in LA. Right. That's the way it works. And yeah. we'll all be pissed off. Well not all of us but the supporting staff will be pissed off because we got rid of the two guys that got us here. And that yeah. sucks. But It's business business sharpen your pitchforks right yeah right you got a few more weeks and why do we do this podcast yes because we talk about this shit yeah and nobody else does
3: it's true honestly i was telling dave before the podcast that i actually almost had someone convinced on twitter about this whole adrian heath theory it's like oh he was just kind of like oh I guess I never thought about it that way. It could be right. Yeah, because we're not. I'm
1: telling you, the three of us, we're not going to sugarcoat this stuff. I mean, we're all fans here. I'm not going to sugarcoat it because I'm a fan of the Loons. I'm going to tell you what I think, the same way I do with the Twins, same way I do with the Vikings, same way I do with the Timberwolves. I ain't sugarcoating anything about it. Right, we're not getting a paid fan. by Minnesota United. We're not getting paid by Minnesota. United. Exactly right. I don't have to tell any line. Exactly right. They want to come shut us down.
3: Into my garage, we'll have a chat. Right, and you could be on the podcast, and I would love to take a shot at Manny Lagos. Is nuts with my work.
0: Whether they have a three-year plan or a two-year plan, all we can go by and all we should go by is what we're seeing on the page. exactly right. right. What? But here's the thing about two-year, three-year plans is that okay? So we have two years
1: at TCF Bank Stadium.
2: We've already made a
1: shitload of changes in two years, right? Yeah. So I hope that. This is what they've done in the middle mid season. That's the end of it. This is what their plan is. If we go into the off season, they start making even more decisions. Then my feeling is Manny Lagos doesn't know what the flip he's doing, and I'm not cool with. I'm not cool with anything. Right? right.
3: Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think I agree. It's it's one of those things where. I actually got into this with somebody about. On Facebook? Okay, uh, on Twitter. Um, about a uh, three year plan. So, what, yeah. what exactly is a three year plan? Is a three year plan to be prepared for year three? Yeah. Or is a three year plan to be prepared for year four?
1: Well, no, I'll, I'll tell you this much. Watching, again, I'll go back to the Timberwolves. A three year plan when I was a kid was the T Wolves had a three year plan. Okay? So, drafting and getting guys signed. And they totally sucked at it. They were terrible. They couldn't do it. Uh, the Wild had the same type of deal, and they were good. Uh, Stevens and I were at Brothers in, North, in Minneapolis when they – was it the second year or third West, year?
0: Yeah, it was third, I think. Western yeah, Conference when they got shots
1: at Jaeger, Jaeger in our second or third year. I mean, they had a plan, and they got to it, and that was great. Um, if you want to make a third-year plan, then you have to – you have to have, you have to make signings and drafts that are going towards that 3rd year plan. Right. And I haven't. I, maybe you agree with me. I haven't seen that with the loons yet. No. Yeah. Because
0: no. like Atlanta, Atlanta had a one-year plan. Like we are going to make Atlanta, this Atlanta successful yeah. as possible. Sign those three guys right away. Exactly right. So if you're telling us that the loons have a three-year plan, then we should be able to expect the same from. But you know, Atlantic success. I will say, next year,
1: Atlanta and Minnesota totally different, yeah, like I brought before. Yes. Yeah. Okay, but McGuire, they were
0: on, they're on the one-year plan, we're on the three-year plan. And
3: Bill they McGuire followed were. through on their plan. They did. Yes. Where it's questionable that they followed through. Because
1: Arthur this. Blank can spend money. Yeah. Bill McGuire can't. So his three-year year plan has to be, you have to make decisions that go towards three years. You have to make the right decisions for two and a half years to get to that third year. Right. I haven't seen that yet.
3: Yeah, I mean I, I agree. You if you're doing a three year plan, you don't sign thirty-four year olds like yeah. Tyrone Mears. Yeah. You you don't sign well, I was gonna say you don't sign Angelo or Rodriguez, but being twenty nine, that's actually not that bad of an age. You signed
1: um, you signed Darwin though. That's yeah. a good that was a good step. Yeah. I after they signed him, I thought, hey, maybe he's smart. Maybe he knows what he's doing. And then all of a sudden after Darwin and he has a great time. Then we do the whole Christian and the Angelo and the Bard Junior. It's just it's yeah. it's all screwed up, man.
3: Yeah. You yeah, know I. Yeah.
1: Maybe he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I don't
3: know. I doubt
1: it. Like I give a shit. We're not involved.
3: Right. It's we not our care. job to be involved. We're
1: just here to talk soccer and drink beers. That's what we care about.
3: Yeah.
1: You guys, have anything else to say before we get out of
2: here?
0: No, I don't think so. Yeah. All right, I'm good. All right, I think we're pissed off now. Yeah, it's not good. so.
3: We do have SKC coming up next week, yeah, a week from week. yesterday, Saturday, yeah, man, the twenty-fifth. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, we, I was saying that we need seven points from this road series to uh, stay competitive. We've got one. We've now Two missed opportunity left. on a seven. Second, second or fourth.
1: Second or fourth, yeah.
3: Um, and this is by far the most difficult.
1: We're playing SKC in Kansas City, right? Yeah. Children's Mercy
2: Park. Yes. Yikes. Yeah. We're going to get screwed.
3: Um, they're one of the stingiest, stingiest, stingiest yeah, defenses. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and, right. um, you know, they're, they're playing quality ball. I, I'll i say I don't have a lot of faith because the last time I said that, mm-hmm. we actually won.
1: Yeah. Well, I think the last time you said it, Johnny, was like, uh, we're going to win. And you said, nah, it's not going to happen. But we did win.
3: Yeah, because I think it was LA. Yeah, it was LA. LAFC, sure.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: I don't have a lot of... Hopefully Darwin will heal up by the time they go down there weekend.
3: I so. We need him. We need but, him. Yeah. God. Well, he he like would our,
0: give us a chance yeah. to win that game, I guess I would
3: Yeah, I mean, I think if we, if we go out with the same... 3 five, 2 with Warner back, with mm-hmm. Calvo back, mm-hmm. with Quintero back. Um, I mean, maybe with Romario. You have a chance. Yeah. I think we've got a chance.
0: But We're not all sitting here saying we think they're going to win. Right. Get the they three a, points on need the need road. They a That'd tie is what
1: great. they need. Yeah. If they get a tie, I'll be happy. If they I don't, agree. I won't be. So... And Sterling just broke a middle light glass. That's okay, because that's you know, it's my know my laws glass. Tom would yeah, be yeah, yeah. pissed off on right. it. Um,
3: anywho. Don't try to sneak around not making noise
1: on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> anywho, guys, I think we're all good here. So, from my garage, this has been Tony Perponanzi, Dave Stevens, Dave Sterling, saying we'll see you in two weeks on the Women's podcast.
0: I'll see you
2: next time. Yeah.